Welcome to the official podcast of ToyPhotographers.com, where we talk to photographers from around the globe about turning action figures, Lego, miniatures, and more into fantastic works of art. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Toy Photographers Podcast. I'm Sabrina Perry, and I'm here with Shelly Corbett, and we're back for another one of our themed episodes. This time, we challenged ourselves and the community to use music and lyrics to inspire toy photography using the hashtag TP underscore mixtape. So, Shelly, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Sabrina. So grateful and happy to be back with you. How are you today? I'm awesome. I'm really excited to do this one again. So, <laughs> for, 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 I'm sure nobody knows this, except for I will just tell you guys that Shelly and I actually decided to go back and re record this episode. For the second time. After, basically what happened is I created a Spotify playlist out of all of the songs that people chose um, during, chose to do these like photos, whatever. I created a playlist and I was writing out all the songs listed and I just started to have more and more thoughts and ideas about this challenge that I, I didn't think about when we recorded the episode the first time, so... I frantically was like, Shelly, I think we have to do, I was like, is this possible? Can we do it again? I just have so many more questions I want to ask you. And you were just okay with it. Totally game. Because I think we really, really did not do this challenge service on our first round. And this playlist is amazing, which we, of course, will link to it in the show notes. It's an awesome 10 hour playlist that is literally every song that was used in this challenge, which is over 180 photos were uh, were tagged with TP underscore mixtape, which is a great response to this challenge. So what do you think, why do you think, Sabrina, why do you think that this particular challenge resonated with our community? I think it was partly because music is so inspiring to people or a lot of times people will listen to music in the background to to calm themselves down to get through the work day they use people use music to pump them up when they work out people use music to just you know actually you know use music to dance and i think with this challenge you know we we're, we wanted people to take music and lyrics and take toy photographs with that. And when I proposed the challenge, I, I just thought it would be cool to just see funny musical puns and uh, take songs that or lines that I always get stuck in my head and then see them in photographs. I just wanted to ju just see that for my own selfish reasons. I was like, I totally would be cool if someone took like a daydream believer photo or show me what like a teenage dirt bag looks like and i think that appealed to me and i thought maybe that would appeal to other people that clearly did like i was so surprised that there are 182 photos and today as as we speak even though like the challenge is now over there are still people who are like i have like 300 more 300 photos i want to take like there are so many more songs and ideas that i have that i want to i want to take 
as well. And people keep messaging me this. This was just so, so fun. And I think that's what resonated with people is the idea that they could take songs that they love and bring that out into toy photography. Yeah, I we definitely did get those puns and those those uh, those those quick visuals uh, like the daydream dream believer, even though not specifically that one. But there was also photos that were just so much more than that. Yeah, I mean, there's some really some photos that are super emotive and really beautiful, and people were clearly representing taking their toys and representing music that was meaningful to them which was also lovely so i looked up mixtape because i know when in my think about mixtape i think about those things that we made in our teenage years to share with uh someone who was you know romantically we were romantically inclined to as a way to express feelings and emotions because we could never express them but it turns out that's not really what a mixtape is. <laughs> what what so, is a what is a mixtape then? If it's we, not a compilation of stuff. Yeah, clearly what we did we should have called this TP underscore music compilation <laughs> because that's what we ended up with. A mixtape is a is specifically a tape mixed by a DJ where they are literally mixing the music and they are there's. There, it has to do with beat ending and the beat beginning and matching those beats or an abrupt uh, transition between the two songs. And it is clear, it is mixed specifically by a DJ. What we have done is when you put a group of songs together that you like, it's a, it's a compilation. But I think that's nitpicking. I think we can still go with mixtape. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we have to go with mixtape. That's what people is. That's what the movie High Fidelity is about. <laughs> and you know what? Is we're learning. Okay, we're learning. Yeah, here. yeah. I for me, and I'm sure what other people were thinking when they thought of mixtape was literally the act of creating a mixtape and then giving it to someone as like a gift. Which is kind of technically what people did. They gave us their songs and you created a 10 hour mixtape, which is a really a gift back to the community. And I highly recommend anyone and everyone to go to Spotify and check this out and follow it or whatever you do to have it come up because it's a great 10 hours of music because you guys have awesome taste in music. I loved it. Okay. You do. And There's I, two I, yeah, two songs I skip every time, but other than that, the other 180 <laughs> are fabulous. Um, yeah, with with the mixtape making the playlist and redoing the whole this whole podcast episode, part of that is I was writing the article and I was writing down like the music that people were using, and I was following it along with the photos and um. I linked everyone's photos in the article and I wrote like every song that they use the, the actual artist or band that wrote the song and then the toy photographer with that photo. And then I listed it in order by decade. And then each decade has like a little mini playlist within the playlist, like with the rules of the high fidelity playlist, which is of course you want it to start high, get a little lower and then bring them back up again. And then because everyone, I think the act of like actually joining the 
the challenge with picking a photo, like picking a song, taking a photograph of it is that like, I forget the character's name in High Fidelity. Oh, what is his name? But using some, it's the quote is using someone else's poetry to express how you feel. But that is like twofold because what you did is like you picked a song and then you took, people took photographs and then I went back in and then made a mixtape playlist. <laughs> so adding layers on layers on layers. Yeah. So I, I have to say when you first, this challenge it was really daunting because when you say create a photo from some music that you like that's a that's a pretty broad challenge because people have been making music for more than just a few years and there's a lot out there and people are going to appreciate and be attracted to different kinds of music so I'm curious how did you choose the music that you ended up um, expressing in photography before I proposed this challenge, I thought to myself, is it even possible for me to do this challenge before I like propose it as an idea to the community? And then after I thought that, I was like, I'll just throw it out as an idea because I wanted to just see what other people came up with, whether or not I would be able to do it. And then in the midst of doing the challenge, I had gone back and actually listened to playlists and mixtapes that I created in my youth. I still use the same iTunes account that I had in from middle school till now. And so I have all of the playlists that I've made on my iPhone from the past. And so I was just, I listened to all of those and I kind of listed out a bunch of songs that I thought I would want to make toy photos from and it didn't really they weren't even songs that I necessarily had images or ideas in my head they were just songs that I liked or songs that I thought I would want people to see in a toy see toy toy photographs of or songs that I wanted to share whatever that song meant to me to the people so you chose them more for their emotional content or a, a memory or some sort of reson it resonated for you on that level, not um, listening to a song and having an image pop into your head. Right. I pre-made, I made a mixtape that I like a mixtape of what photos I wanted to do. Like I made a playlist specifically of photos that I like of music that I wanted to make photos as like an actual playlist because I thought, oh, my idea is I'll make each toy photographers will make a mixtape, whether or not they're actually purposely like creating a mixtape and they were just picking those songs. I I felt like the idea of just picking two or three songs to make your photos immediately made it a mixtape already. I've noticed a, a, a pattern with you, Sabrina, that you take on these challenges and you really do kind of go above and beyond, or you take a dive down a, a deep well that I didn't even know existed. And this challenge, no different. <laughs> I I don't know. I think it might be a personality trait. <laughs> it might be, there might be something like, uh, I've, I think I've always been that kind of way where like someone presents a test to me and I will just 
think very deeply about even if it's like really simple I'll probably like think really deeply about it and be like there's like 10 different ways to accomplish that and then try all the ways until I get to like a way that I deem is like the way I will continue to do that in the future if that makes sense <laughs> a, a little bit the, I don't know if I want to spend too much time in the Sabrina mind because I might get lost and I won't be able to find my way out of the labyrinth. <laughs> no, but I think I think what it is is like for people who had joined, you can really see what kind of music or um, music that they like to listen to, whether it was now or back in the day like back in their day or back in the day of like whatever time period that they chose and so you can really see that their personalities are like this is somebody clearly likes to listen to, like everyone clearly likes to listen to 80s music because like a third of the playlist is 80s music right and then um so i think you can really see if you if you look at each individual photographer and then kind of look at all of the songs that they chose to use as a um as a photograph inspiration can kind of really learn a little bit about each person yeah i mean it really depends on how much someone wants to reveal because i noticed right. that when you you asked the community over in me we how how they chose their their songs tobias had said that he noticed on the list uh that nobody had done anything jazz related. So he purposefully right. chose a jazz tune. I thought that was quite interesting. And yeah. listening to the mixtape, I think only one person went with an orchestra, a piece that was orchestrated, no words, mm -hmm. which was an, an interesting choice. So there was a quite a gambit. And then there, there was also some people that were chose like the whole song and I think right. you would probably would fall into that category, choosing the whole song and the whole emotional response versus mm -hmm. some people are just like the lyric or the, the title or the, the refrain. And they went with that. Right. I don't know if that is because sometimes it's, it's simpler or you, let's say you wanted to pick the, uh, a certain song like, um, and then, and then you went about, you were like, oh, throw out a song. I wanted to do all the small things that for me is like one of my favorite songs of all time. But I couldn't really, like you were saying, pick um, like a theme or a moment or like an emotional response for that song. So I just literally went for the line, she left me roses by the stairs. Because for me, it was easier to do the line. Yeah. But even though I still wanted to do that song. So I think sometimes people would pick a song and the mo emotional response is a lot easier to express with the toy photo or like with the photography versus like, um, uh, like you could execute it better if you went for a line or the title. Uh, yeah, I would agree. I, I, and this goes to, I guess, our, our shortening or rapidly shortening attention spans that a long caption or multiple stanzas of a of a song are harder to to take in in the short amount of time that we allow each photo so it's i think it's you have more impact on your viewer if you if you keep that explanation i.e just a title 
or a couple a couple lyrics lines of the lyrics to go with that image. I think there's more punch and more yeah. impact with the viewer, even though the photo might be more expressing than entire the entire song, but you're just isolating it to one. Yeah. I think someone in, likened it to that this is a, it's easier to go with a line because basically this is a, uh, if you think of a song as a movie, uh, we're only giving you one st- one line of it versus if you, yeah. really every song is more of a, a six image narrative or more of a, of a book and deserves more images. I thought that was a really interesting way to look at this. Yeah, I think Matt Morris Wyatt had written something like that. He had written that, like, if he, um, because he's got a list of songs that he wanted to use, but if he couldn't really capture, like, one photograph, he wouldn't use that song in this challenge because he wanted to do, like, a one, like, a one shot, like, one photo must incorporate that which i understand completely because there were songs that i didn't use because for that same reason and i could or i couldn't think of a six image narrative as well because i while doing this challenge ended up making like short music videos with like basically six making six image narratives of certain songs because for me i wanted that whole idea of the song to like come across as opposed to just like one line from the song or like one moment from the song I want it to be like one, like thirty second clip of the song. So, so this challenge is so big, and that's yeah. probably why people are attracted to it. But it really forces you, as the artist, to make creative choices in how yeah. you approach. Is like what what genre are you going to be playing in? Because the music is so broad, it, it's easier if you think about genre and then think about a. Uh, your decade or a slice of music that you enjoy, maybe a particular artist that you can take a deep dive into and then break it down. Otherwise it gets too overwhelming too quickly. Unless of course you're like Matthew and you've been keeping notes for months about all the songs that you want to uh, recreate for him. I think he had a jump start on the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I think a lot of people, there were a lot of people who had messaged me while we were doing this that had said they always wanted to do like that song, like take a toy photo of certain songs that they picked or that they wanted to take music and turn them into toy photography and they just never got around to it. And the challenge really actually made them do it, which I found interesting because. I I also had thought about that be- previously and just never got around to actually taking toy photographies based on music. And I think that this one just basically gave everyone a jump start, and then everyone was like, "I'm in." <laughs> but is it, that's isn't that what that's what we're doing here with these challenges? Is we're is we're helping people to, uh, jump off the sideline to get back in to to finish those images they've been thinking about to inspire them to create photos that are meaningful to them yeah yeah i think so at least that's what i i like about doing the challenges is it, it gives me a 
a focus or a way to focus my creativity specifically on a certain task, but it's still so broad enough where I can be as creative as I want to, if that makes sense. Like with, uh, with like black and white photography, I solely focused on only taking it in black and white, but it allowed me to still be really, really creative. But with the vein of like the purpose is to like work on your lights and your shadows or like work on this sort of, theme thing with surrealism it was more like try and think of really straight like go down this not necessarily go down an existential crisis like i did but really open up your mind to seeing uh different images that maybe you originally thought would be very strange and then go that way and then have it have yourself or like other photographers realize that that can be normal and that's that's okay and when you're doing self-portraits it's the sole focus is like to take self-portraits of yourself as spider-man but it really had you think be more creative and like how you would go about like presenting your identity or like being how you would be as spider-man and then like for this one it's like how can you be the most creative you can but just using music and so your focus is using music but you still have all of the ways you can learn how to be more creative in your photography yeah, I like the word focus, which is just literally because when you have a drawer full of toys, yeah, it can be pretty overwhelming. Well, what are you going to do with them? I mean, it's like mm-hmm. so it it gives it gives a focus and and I like the fact that I have to think about this with intention. I have to think about the month with intention. What am I going to do? How yeah. am I going to plan this? How am I going to even get any of the a zillion photos running around in my head, even a few of them out? I think that's mm-hmm. the hardest, the hardest thing. Um, there, we did actually push quite a few people off the sidelines. So, what do you make of that? Now, there's a lot of people that I haven't seen post in a long time, or people who haven't joined our challenges jumped in. So, thoughts on that? Uh, I think it has something to do with the music. I maybe I think music is fun. Music can uh, be cathartic. It can be uh, a lot of times a song will represent someone you love or this is the song that played when I first saw you or this is our song or this is the song that your father sings to you to sleep or like the songs that you listen to on on road trips. Uh, Songs mean stuff to people and sometimes and I think photography, like the toy photography means something to me too. And so like, I think what it was is it's taking two things that you already enjoy and just showing it out there. Or like, I think the little spark of, I can use a song to take a toy photo was probably just a voila moment, or they just wanted to join in on the fun and show people like, this is my favorite song. No, there was only three songs that were used twice so really yeah nebraska you've got and you've got a friend in me and an englishman in new york really that's fascinating so out of the 140 some 45 songs those three songs are the only songs that were doubled you had mentioned that the the most popular decade was the 80s yeah by a lot 
Yeah. So is that, do you think there's a, a reason for that? Is that just because we're all old or? <laughs> I didn't say it. <laughs> like, let's be said that I did not say that you guys were old. Okay. <laughs> because that's not the case. I, you know what? So um, if you look at the article, I basically, I got very OCD about this after I started writing down the list of songs. I originally was just writing the list of songs in the order that they were posted because I was making a running list. And then when I was writing the article, I started to notice similarities between photographers and photographs and um, maybe not the photographers themselves, but the, like the toy photos and the vibe of like each decade that the songs and the like the photos that were inspired by the songs were presenting as uh, that decade, if that makes sense. So out of like the 145 songs, I believe like 20 or so of them are pre eighties. And that's from way before time, because like there's some nursery rhymes and some like songs from like the 1500s or whatever that people chose. So like it's anything before the eighties is um, so there was like about 20 of those songs and those 20 songs and like those photographs um, by the toy photographers are a little bit more whimsical. They're a little bit more f fun and punny. Like, you know, there's a um, pennies in the rain photo. There was like a, uh, you know, there's a couple of Beatles, Beatles songs in there. Those are all, all the songs that are chosen are uh, like for music nerds, they were all in the like 80 to 120 beats per minute kind of vibe. <laughs> they were slow, happy and whimsical. And then um, the 80 songs that were chosen, there's about like 40 of those were rock and rolly, a lot more fun. A lot more um, popish, I guess, but not actually pop, but just have that like the photos have pop. They have like fun and they're a little bit more quirky. And then the songs from like the 90s, which and like the two, the aughts, which is double zeros for any of anyone who doesn't like the term aughts it's for like the 2000s. And then the knots, which are the 2010s. Those, um, those songs were a little bit more filled with like depression and sadness and the kind of songs that you would like listen to in your car alone or in your room when you're just sad about life. Uh, I, I don't know. Or they're a little bit more angry because they were like Green Day songs or songs that were um, a little bit, they were like harder rock, more alternative rocks type stuff. And then the songs from like the current time period were slightly a little bit more happier, but also a little bit more about love and understanding. And so make, not making generalizations about those decades, but what I found interesting about and why I wanted to re-record the episode is because I just wanted to know what was it about those songs from those times periods that you choose? Cause like nobody picked boy bands. Nobody chose like to use a new kids for of the blocks, like new kids or like a Backstreet Boys song. Nobody really chose country music. 
nobody really chose to use Disney songs or songs for children. Like, this is toy photography, and people didn't choose that. I'm really surprised about the No Country uh, choice, that there was No Country songs represented, because country songs are, like, they're so story-like. And they always, yeah. They, and, and it seems like, like there's a lot of food Unless, of course, you go with a Nancy Sinatra, these boots are made for walking. That's country, mm -hmm. isn't it? Yeah, so, and okay, I did maybe... one country song. But I mean, in the scheme, there was only like, what would you consider country? There's probably maybe two, like, actually, you know, two like songs that were really country, you know, and there was yeah, only yeah. one nursery rhyme. And I was and just curious, you know, like, and I'm curious also about like considering our audience is 70% men, but like there's not a lot of rap in there either. That was actually kind of shocking as well. I don't know. I like, I thought about using some rap songs, but for me, it was very hard to um, take a photograph of a rap song. <laughs> like, I, 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 you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I like, I'm from Michigan. Like I live very close to Detroit. Like, I didn't pick any Motown. I didn't pick any like um, Eminem. I didn't use Madonna. Like those are things from my city, and I didn't use those songs. And I didn't use any Soundgarden. I didn't use any Nirvana. Right. Right. <laughs> and got, so like, yeah. I just I was just uh, it was That's just very interesting to me. Like I loved all the photos that were submitted. Like I uh, the Oh, everyone was so creative and showed like fun and emotion and like had like really cool twists in their photographs that I wouldn't have thought to do. Like Doug used um, Velvet Underground and like Elmo and Cookie Monster in a car. Like you, you did that like don't stand too close to me thing with Alien and I just laughed so hard. <laughs> like Sonny's got his like you know I want to hold your hand and it's Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker and you know there's like Penny Lane and there was like Purple Rain and there's yeah, I... like what, just... what surprised you the most of the entries that you saw uh what do you mean by surprise like I wouldn't have thought to do that or just like yeah, or just made you laugh, or you can't believe someone did that, or oh my god, they I I never thought of that song that way. There's so there's two things. One, I was very surprised that out of all the eighty songs, nobody want did like never gonna give you up until I did it at like the last day, and <laughs> I was like, out of like all the things, why wouldn't anyone decide to do that? Because it's it's already like a meme, you know, it's already like in the zeitgeist of social media that for me, I was just like, oh, it's really hilarious to me that no one chose to like Rickroll the toy community. <laughs> Maybe we just we're, we're we're more mature than you think, Sabrina. I don't well, think you give us enough credit <laughs> that we didn't go for the low-hanging fruit on this one. And maybe that's why we didn't see the Disney songs, except for You've Got a Friend in Me, which really is 
I don't know. Uh, that's more like a Gary Newman song than it is a Disney song anyway, right? Yeah, Randy Newman, yeah. Randy Newman. There's yeah. a Gary Newman out there too, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I that's probably I did not discover it. the music until my 40s, okay? So <laughs> it's like... <laughs> I think what surprised me was just, um, I just was surprised by the whole thing. The entire thing to me was surprising. It was surprising to me that there were so many entries. Like, it was surprising to me that, like, um, I guess maybe the part that people like the 80s the most wasn't surprising to me but what was surprising to me is like the photographs that came out of that time period or like the photographs that came out of the like the aughts decade that were very like emotional like I it was just like one of the first photographs I think was um Darian she did that all like um she did a couple of them that were very um, the songs were very like sad, lonely kind of songs. And, but her photographs that came out of the songs were so emotional. Like you could really s- see the emotion come through in the photograph, which wasn't what I was expecting out of the the challenge at the beginning. And then as it went on, as the challenge went on and people were doing really funny puns, like doing wrecking ball and doing really emotional songs, like um, what Morris Wyatt was doing, or like even some of the songs that I chose and even the, like the funner song. I was just like um, surprised by the range of like images that came out. Yeah. I was expecting, yeah, I was expecting more one, one hit, uh, more puns and more easy jokey stuff there and but there was a yeah. lot that were really emotional and had a lot more depth than that I was expecting which is I don't know why I would have Cohen with any preconceived notions like that because music is an art form that its entire well it has many purposes of expression but it's yeah it will get a whole range of emotions. So clearly we should expect a full range of emotions in the photos too. Which, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Which kind of brings me back to like, do the lyrics, adding lyrics to the caption, does that help or hinder the viewer's experience of the photo? What do you think? I think in general, adding a caption will add some sort of meaning to a photograph because you'll get some sort of insight in what the uh, photographer or artist meant to say. Like, I this is something where it's like, it goes back to like, if you're in a museum and you go to a modern art museum and you see like a square that's like a white square, but then they title it something like the absence of memory, then you're thinking, oh, what does it, the white square have to do with the absence of memory versus just seeing a white square, right? So I think adding a caption would add some sort of direction or thought of what like the um, artist meant. So when you add, for example, P.H. Decker, he did a photo in the challenge, Walk Like an Egyptian. And I use this example because 
in his caption, he writes that he originally was going to use this figure that is kind of like an Easter Island head thing to do a We Will Rock You, is it? Yeah, he wanted to do We Will Rock You with this uh, Easter Island egg um, shaped like figure. And then he ended up doing Walk Like an Egyptian instead. And so I wouldn't have known that he was going to use that song for We Will Rock You beforehand if I didn't read the caption. But I look at the photograph and I immediately understand why he decided to do Walk Like an Egyptian because it's it's actually doing the Walk Like an Egyptian motion. And so I look at that, I immediately walk like an Egyptian. I wouldn't have immediately saw We Will Rock You. So if he changed, if he underneath it wrote We Will Rock You, then I would have thought, oh yeah, it's We Will Rock You. It's interesting how some people would only include uh, a short bit of the lyric and then other people would include like the entire song. Song. I think that might have something to do with whether or not you felt like you as a photographer felt like you captured what the whole song meant versus what a line in the song meant. That, that makes sense. And back to your, your uh, museum analogy, I guess it's the difference mm-hmm. between looking at uh, a piece on the wall and getting one line and, and having explained to you or having to read two or three paragraphs to understand it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's hard. I mean, captions have been one of those things that, that we've been told since like the early days, add captions, add layer, add meaning, engage your audience, et cetera, et cetera. But it just feels like my personally, my attention span just keeps getting shorter and shorter and shorter. And I feel like if, if it can't be, if, if it can't be explained to me in literally one or two lines, unless mm-hmm. I'm, you're like my best friend on the, on the internet, I'm not going to read it. And I and I feel bad about that. What do you think? What are your thoughts <laughs> I, on that? <laughs> I no, I t- I tend to agree with you because I a lot of times am just scrolling through the photos and not actually reading captions. But because this because this challenge specifically is about song lyrics, I found myself actually reading all of the captions. Or like all of the song and also like looking up a song that I haven't heard or watch like listening to the song while looking at the photograph because I felt like I understood the photograph more if I did that and I might not have understood the photograph or what maybe they were the artist or the photographer was kind of going for if I didn't know and I think the other the other half of that is if I knew the song, but I didn't listen to the song and then looked at the photograph, I had a different experience from when I afterwards went back and listened to the song with the photograph, if that makes sense. It does, because you actually gave the photos the thing that we never give photography anymore is your attention. I mean, you yeah. literally actually took the time and looked at every single one of these entries and paired them up with their song if you did not know it and made sure you understood it which is a a win it's a win for everybody yeah i feel like i feel like i won and i don't even and like (laughs) the like i feel like i like this was like yeah it's a win for everyone but i also felt like i I don't know. I just gained something. 
basically everyone was like a bard and then i feel like i got bardic inspiration if you like dungeons and dragons and you understand that term i feel like i was just like instantly got like a a plus (laughs) plus two or like an extra shot of like adrenaline or something (laughs) because it was just so like like fun even the sad ones to me were fun in in the sense that like um i i learned something or i was like really inspired by like the photography that came out of it yeah so many awesome images so many incredibly beautiful representations of music that's important to people or music that's inspired them or been part of their lives so now that we've done this challenge and uh inspired got these great images Mm -hmm. community i'm just curious where do you listen to music differently now, now that you see what the potential is? Yeah, I think so. I think I've always, there's a part of me that is, especially for the last like decade that has listened to music with the intention of like some sort of like art thing. Part of that is because my sister was a dancer and I'd go to dance competitions all the time. And so they would use music in like a dance, like, modern or a ballet or you know whatever type of dance that they were doing and then they would you know choreograph dances to it and so sometimes I would hear a song on the radio and I would see a dance if that makes sense and so um that's always kind of stayed with me kind of since then and so I think with this I probably will listen to more songs on the radio and maybe see actually see photographs and then probably take it as opposed to just seeing it in my head and then not taking the photograph if if that makes sense um when we decided to one of one of the other things that i did when we were doing uh this challenge was i had asked my cousins to uh, send me a song you wanted me to take a photo of and okay how'd that work out (laughs) yeah to like uh they picked a song from olivia rodrigo uh driver's license which I don't listen to her like typically she is an artist that I follow she's newer she's my uh, cousins and my sister are like a little like 10 years younger than me you know a little bit younger than me and so like we don't have the same type of I'm not in the same like zone as they are but I listen to it and um like it is a song where probably if I was in that age I I would have really related to and so put myself in that mindset and then I took a photo and that ended up being one of my first six image narrative music video things because I just was like I don't know if I'm really understanding the song the way like someone who is in that generation would listen to the song and so I like made a music video (laughs) with the same feeling and I I thought it turned out great. And it was like one of the first uh, reels that I had made in a while and everyone seemed to like it. And I think that was also um, kind of when I think people also started seeing the challenge because that was kind of at the very beginning of it. Nice. So are you thinking that this challenge introduced you to new music? Yeah, it introduced me to new music, new bands, or uh, new songs, especially. 
And also I see now, now I have like actual experiences from the songs that I didn't know before. So I feel like those songs now, like the songs on this playlist will hold like a special place in my heart because now I have this like TP underscore mixtape challenge memory. Yeah. And then if you take the time to actually look at the, if you listen to the music and listen to that playlist a few times, then go back and look at the songs again, they really do have a lot more meaning. It's, it's real, actually quite fascinating to go back and forth between yeah. the two, between the music and, and the, and the images that go with them. Uh, yeah, for sure. It's, it was a crazy challenge, man. It really was. And I just couldn't, at first, like, I couldn't sleep <laughs> when I was writing, when I was, like, do, writing the article, because I would just be thinking about the photographs. And I would, like, see the images in my mind, if if that makes sense. And, like, I'd hear the music. And I actually, like, made the playlist and then gone back and, like, reordered the playlist and then I wrote every song in the playlist in the article in the order of the playlist. So if you read the article at the same time as the playlist, you can actually click on every photo in real time if you wanted to. If, if you if you want to take a deep dive like yeah. Sabrina has and really, really embrace the images and, and take a deep dive into the, the, the relationship between music and how it inspires us to create images. Yeah, you, uh, you can, you can, you can do that. I, you don't have to, but you can. Um, yeah. Or you could just do like I do and just scroll. Yeah, you could do, you could do that too. It's you know, but I gave you the possibility, and you guys gave the possibility. It's, it's not my fault. The playlist is that long. It's the communities, <laughs> and I'm happy with it. I, I am like. I, let let me quote quote Hoobastank like the reason I found a perfect reason to be the that's it was the reason is you you know oh <laughs> that's so sweet now, the problem I have though now is is this was so successful it's definitely the most successful of our challenges is where the heck do we go from here because I mean it's only going to be downhill from here now. <laughs> no, the next one is we are celebrating the seasons. And so you guys can show us how you celebrate or not celebrate like seasons, like the changing of seasons. So it's hashtag TP underscore seasonal. And you can show us how you ce uh, celebrate seasons or, or the like change in change the change the in season the vibe like do you do you change your whole instagram scheme with the different fall colors with the winter colors do you start taking you know do you do thanksgiving or uh, do you embrace October? halloween do you, do you yeah. embrace a horror <laughs> or do you not embrace a horror and you're just all about fall colors and teal and oranges you know like <laughs> It's, Show it's us. pumpkin spice, right? Pumpkin spice time? Pum pumpkin spice latte or like a winter. <laughs> I don't know because it's from all around the world. So however you are into the seasons or seasonal things, show us. And it really doesn't necessarily have to be fall, the fall season or, you know, you could just pick any season and be like, I decided to be like Christmas in July. <laughs> 
Well, and and also it's like if you're if you're in the southern hemisphere, it would be it would be spring moving into summer. Right. So maybe you want to do something high key, but maybe you're in the northern hemisphere and the days are getting shorter, and you're inspired to do some low key black and white. That yeah. that works too. Or you can just uh, pull out your holiday Christmas songs and keep the seasons going and the TP mixtape going and just hashtag like stack like crazy like Tomek does but that's I'll leave that up to your yeah. creative oh and speaking of Tomek Tomek I'm really sorry but like two of your songs that you chose are, are not on the playlist because for some reason they don't allow songs from I couldn't find those bands I'm sorry Tomek <laughs> no Polish songs on there that's sad no. There were, but like not the ones that he chose. Yeah, was, um, I had one song that I was playing in my because I was like, "What is this song? I have no idea what yeah. the song is." And it's "What Does the Fox Say?" And my son heard me. <laughs> and he goes, "Why are you playing that?" And I'm like, "I've never heard it before." And he's and he just looked, gave me the biggest side eye ever. So uh, thanks, Sonny, for sticking that in my head. Not happy about that but you know funny <sighs> yeah yeah this is a crazy this was great. we'll have to go do this again we'll have to figure out some way to tweak this and do this again in 2022 because clearly it's a lot of fun and yeah. and i guess my hope is that these challenges will inspire people to dig a little bit deeper into their not only their toy box but into themselves and create photos and imagery that's meaningful to them and share a little bit ab about themselves with us the community and I think that this challenge really spoke to that so I'm I'm super happy I'm really happy even though I always just become more insane <laughs> <laughs> I think that maybe that's no but actually what all these have in common or like all the challenges we've done like that like have in common I, for me personally is that they really do kind of inspire and like focus my creativity and um like actually make me take deeper dives into myself and how I can bring those out into toy photos like this this one and this challenge the mixtape one and the um, self-portrait one for sure what were very similar in that I felt like I kept taking self-portraits. <laughs> like every song that I chose was like a self-portrait, sort of. Not necessarily in that same vein, but like in the same sort of similar um, feeling I had when I was taking the toy photography. And I hope people really take that to heart and that's what I got out of it. And I hope that's what people get out of it too. That makes me so happy to hear that you're creating images that you can interpret as self-portraits because I think it just really makes the work more interesting when you share a little bit about yourself and elevate these photos from just merely uh, a beautiful product photo or an action photo to something that is an, that you can make an emotional connection with your audience. Yeah, I think... Yeah, for me, it was, yeah, it's just like that. Just sharing a little bit of yourself, even if it's a small bit, the action.
act of actually joining the challenge and picking a song was exactly that. Whether or not you were going very, very deep or a little bit deep. Yeah. Like whether you dipped your toe into the pool (laughs) or you actually just like dived into the deep end or you were somewhere in the middle, like where you can still have your head above water, uh, you shared a little bit. Do you have one, if you were going to choose one image that was your favorite, do you have one? Could you do it? Like that I took or that anybody took? That anybody took. That's really putting Uh, you on the spot. I do apologize, but. Oh, uh, I'll give you a moment to think and I'm going to, I'm going to tell you my favorite. Okay. And then you can decide. Uh, Okay. So. Uh, there are so many great images, so many images that were heartfelt and beautiful and stunning. Yeah. But I have to say my favorite was Dr. Nevermore did Blondie one way or another. I'm going to get oh, you, yeah. which good. is right. There is a favorite song of mine, 1980s mm-hmm. classic, grew up with it. So it's like it, it got me all my, my teenage joy years. And then you got the, the, the cheerleader killing the scream guy which i know is just a big one for dr nevermore very very halloween very sort of you know violent and it's just so funny the pairing of these you know dance floor classic with this murderous scene just cracked me up to no end i just love that mashup i okay yeah, that's see, that's a good one. And you did put me on the spot. And I feel like because I've looked at every single photograph and then actually like listened to the music while it was happening, like while I was doing it, I feel like I've I've spent too much time that I can't have like a subjective view on like what one is my favorite. So I'll just say that like when I took when I took the um good riddance time of your life photo the like basically the experience of me coming up with idea to stick a fork in the road (laughs) (laughs) and then like and then just do like another turning point a fork stuck in the road for me that encompasses like what this whole um experience has been which is like it's so ridiculous and like so fun but that song is also like the um I do you I know you had the time of your life so like do you have the time of your life I had the time of my life and I think like that is legitimately like um how I felt about this challenge that is a beautiful way to end this <laughs> and a cop out and a cop out because I picked my own photograph but I I think that like for me that's like what the whole thing meant no, it's that's fine. You, I think it's a great answer because anything that challenges you, makes you think more deeply about your photos, expresses something that's meaningful to you that helps you connect with your audience. There is literally that's the best answer possible. But I would encourage people to listen to the, the mixtape on Spotify as well as go back through the uh, the hashtag and look at all the photos. And just see what your fellow photographers shared because there's just some some great puns, some great emotive images, lots of crazy fun characters, you know, yeah. being inspired by music. And we thank every single one of you for giving us a joyful 
and rewarding month. So thank you. Yes, for real. I had the time of my life and like my favorite <laughs> song to play at the end of my workday, closing time. Uh, <laughs> you, yeah, but by which artist? It's it's closing time. You can't go home, but you can't stay here by Semisonic. I I'm a big fan of the Leonard Cohen version. Leonard Cohen of closing is closing time. Okay. So it so either one though, but closing yeah. time. <laughs> or you know, for those of you who just are like very into the vein of you don't like Nickelback, I just want you to look at this photograph because every time I do, it makes me laugh. <laughs> Thank you everyone for joining the Toy Photographers Podcast. This We've been your radio hosts. This is Sabrina Perry and Shelly Corbett signing off. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. If you want more episodes or articles about toy photography, visit us at toyphotographers.com. The best way to connect with us on social media is on MeWe. Search for toyphotographers.com or find the link in the show notes. If MeWe's not your thing, visit us at Facebook, Toy Photographers, or on Twitter, at Toy Photoblog, or on Instagram, at underscore toyphotographers underscore. Thanks again for listening.